It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. On today's show, we want to talk about exploring the questions that you should ask your real estate agent, you know, interview your agent. And we're going to actually get to uh, put you, our agent, under the microscope today, Angie, to get your real answer to these questions, as well as just finding out why they're important questions to ask. So you ready for this? We're going to kind of walk through this Let's, interview throughout yeah. the day show. It should be fun. Let's run with it. All right. So I'm going to kind of bounce around a lot. These aren't in necessarily any particular order. You know, you don't have to ask these questions in a specific order for them to be successful questions to ask. But a good first question, perhaps, to ask your agent is about their experience. How long have you been a full-time agent in this market is a fair yeah. question to ask, right, Angie? Oh, yeah, most definitely. There's many, many, many real estate agents in our market, okay, here in the triangle. you know. But there's some agents that have their license and they've never even put a home under contract, right? There's some agents that put one home under contract. There's many different, I guess, types of agents per se. And then as far as longevity goes, you know, have you been in the market for, you know, two months? Have you been in the market for 10 years? Um, so understanding, you know, how long you've been a full-time agent, I think is really important, especially because there's a lot of agents that have full-time jobs. That's not real estate and real estate's kind of on the back burner. So a little bit of concern would be just, you know, how experienced are they? You know, how many situations have they been through? How many homes have they got to the closing table? You know, because you want to make sure that an agent is representing you and they have the knowledge base, you know, to make sure that you are protected. Yeah, I think that's huge, Angie. Is there a certain like number that you would look for is what would qualify sort of, uh, you know, an agent that's been in the market long enough to be reliable and somebody that would know the market like was for in your personal experience? Was there sure. an amount of time that you were, you know, a full time agent to where you finally said, yeah, I know my stuff now? Yeah. I mean, gosh, I feel like I never know my stuff. I've been doing this for 13 years. And there's still <laughs> well, something there's new honest, that pops there's up. There's an right? honest comment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's yeah. true, though. I mean, there is many, many times it's, it's all right. New situation. Let me go talk to my real estate attorney. How do we handle this? I appreciate um, that answer. I do. Yeah, I mean it's it's true. It's it's something new, but it keeps it fun, right? Keeps us on our toes. But I would say, you know, working with an agent who has at least been actively full time in the market for a year, I would say minimum is definitely important. And I would say at least has you know probably ten transactions underneath their belts, just to you know. You still, there's going to be so many new situations that arise, you know, with every transaction. But, you know, once you've done 10 transactions, you understand the process. You know, I feel like you can give some guidance where needed. You know, none of us are 100% going to be experts on every single location and market. But just, of course, like any, you know, profession, the more and more hands-on business you do, the better. So I would say, yeah, someone needs to be in the, you know, in the business full-time for a year and have 10 transactions under the belt before 
I personally would feel confident working with them. <laughs> that, that, that's probably actually... At minimum. The, yeah. yeah, that's probably actually the answer, Angie, is uh, when do you know if somebody's been an agent long enough when they're able to admit that they don't know everything? Like that's yeah. that's yeah. kind of a so, powerful thing because I think so many people go the other direction of being overconfident and, and too afraid to show that they don't know every answer. Um, so that, that's pretty wise, I would say. Uh, All right, another you. good question <laughs> to ask your agent. How many homes do you sell or buy each year? Yeah. So um, I, first of all, I cannot take credit for the amount of business that we do. Um, we have a spectacular team that we're like family. That's part of a coal realty. So as far as the amount of like units per se, they all go under the umbrella of a coal realty, but we have amazing team members that all contribute to that. So our team this year will end up helping over 400 clients. Closing wow, home. that's awesome. Um, yeah, so both, you know, mix in with buyers and sellers, but, you know, we're right now in like the top five here in the triangle as far as, you know, volume goes, um, as far as closings. And yeah, we, we do a lot of business, but like I said, I can't take credit for that. You know, I've contributed, but we have a lot of other amazing team members that help to contribute to that number. Now, what does that tell you versus, um, you know, if, if someone's interviewing agents and one agent tells them, oh, I sell, you know, 10 to 20 homes a year, you're at mm -hmm. 400 versus, I don't know, pick a middle ground number of 100. Does that tell you a little bit about how that team is structured or what, do, what are you getting by working with? Because somebody could be intimidated by the fact that you sell so many sure. homes, right? I mean, it should be a positive thing, but they could also say, oh, you're, you're, shouldn't I work with you a smaller team or yeah. Yeah, something like that? Yeah. Well, I think it's always important to ask the next question, well, you know, how do you guys handle that many? And then from there, and this is something that we explain to our clients is our process and our systems. And we have this nailed down, you know, to the T, you know, as far as, you know, all right, for example, if I'm your listing agent, the parts of the transaction that I handle. Then I have the leverage and support of our listing manager, our closing manager. You know, there's there's more than one kind of hands, like, you know, on deck and involved with the process. But for the agent, they're not seeing that. They're not seeing everything that's happening on the back end. And you have to remember, there can be an agent who, you know, for example, sells 30 homes on their own with no help. That agent is running crazy, like wild. Um, there is not enough time in the day to manage on your own, like 30 transactions, do all the paperwork, manage contract to close, and effectively represent your client. So you get to a point where you have to hire. You need that leverage and that assistance and that help. So, you know, that's what our team has done. You know, we're always one step ahead. We hire before it's needed, just so we always make sure that our clients are being taken care of. We're on top of things. You know, we're always, you know, we're never delayed. Um, and so although it might seem like, wow, that's a big team, I'll get lost in the group, it's completely the opposite. And you can go online to Zillow. Um, we have a lot of reviews, five-star reviews on there, also on Google, on Facebook, and you'll see what our clients say about working with our team. They don't feel like they get lost in the mix at all. That's so cool. And you're exactly right. In fact, if you uh, go to Zillow.com, you're going to find a whole bunch of reviews that talk about working with Angie and her team. A couple hundred, I think, 300 plus at this point, five-star reviews. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, yep. So go check it out, Zillow.com, look up Angie Cole, and you're going to see all those reviews and get to hear straight from the horse's mouth what it's like to work with Angie and the team there. And I guess that does lead to sort of the next question, Angie. It's a little bit along those lines. Ask the agent that you're talking with, who's going to be my primary point of contact throughout the transaction? Yeah. Is it going to be you or am I going to have a couple of different people kind of working with me throughout the process? And that's super important. I've actually taken, I, I'm not going to call any names, but I've taken over a listing where they were listed with another agent and it's like that agent met with them to win them over 
And then immediately they were handed off and they never heard from that agent again. So, and that's something we're very proactive about sharing. Okay, this is going to be my roles. You know, this is where I'm going to be involved. Although I'm still your main point of contact at this point, this person will then take over because they're better in that role. For example, with like negotiation of repairs. So yes, make sure that you know who your primary point of contact will be throughout the transaction, just so you're not misled and you feel comfortable with the person you're working with and matched with as well. You know, I'd hate for you to be very excited about the process and working with, you know, a certain agent or person and then all of a sudden, you never hear from that person again, you know, because they just kind of did the initial meeting. Um, so yeah, but that's one thing. Again, we're always one step ahead. We explain that process to you as far as who's involved at what stage, just so you feel comfortable with working with our team as a whole. That's a great point, Angie. These are all good questions to ask. Let's go over one more, at least for the moment, Angie. Uh, how long does it take you to usually walk buyers through the process. We're talking from first conversation or maybe first home that we view together to where now we're sitting at the closing table. For for you and your team, how long does yeah. that usually take? Yeah, you know, I, I would have to say every client's a little bit different. We have some clients, we show them one home, they go under contract, closing typically is set for 30 days out and they're closed, right? But then there's other clients that we've worked with for years, you know? Um, maybe initially they thought they were ready, showed them a couple of homes. They then decided, you know what, let me take a step back. Let me rent for another year. Then they came back to us again. All right, we're ready now. Um, so I wouldn't really say that there is kind of a average time frame. I would just remember that the process from contract to close typically is around 30 to 45 days. So keep that in mind. So once you have an offer that's accepted, you're looking at another 30 to 45 days before you close and you can move, move into your new home. But, you know, it's important for us to go at the speed and the rate that the client wants to move. You know, if you're not in a rush to buy a home right now, we're not pushing you, you know. Um, we're there to go at your pace um, and to, you know, be your advocate and to guide you and assist you to make the process easier and I would say quicker in the sense of, you know, let's narrow down the homes based on what you're looking for. So we want to save you time and energy, but also our job is not to rush you through the process. We want you to buy when you feel like it's right. We're not paying your mortgage payment. You are. So we need to make sure the time is good for you. Yeah. It's a hard question to give you just a, an average yeah, because sorry, it's that's, so yeah. wide varied. Yeah. It just depends yeah. on how many homes you're going to look at and uh, how long it's going to take you individually to maybe walk through the process. So much of that falls back onto the client, I feel. So. I, well, yeah. And it's also, you know, it's the agent asking the right questions to the client mm -hmm. as well. You know, so tell me, I love the open end liner. So tell me a little bit about your current situation. Are you currently owning or leasing? If you're leasing, great. When did your lease expire? Okay, are you trying to be in, you know, by the end there? Or, you know, do you, are you open to breaking your lease? So just asking all of the right questions to really narrow down on a timeline will be super helpful for the buyer as well. So they have a timeline in place too. You know, a lot of buyers are um, not really sure of the process and what needs to happen first. And, um, you know, well, what does that mean as far as when is my first mortgage payment? So, um, you know, we're there to ask those questions and really dig deep to help you to understand your timeline as well. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128.
Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.